Namaste and welcome to Vedanta the River of Wisdom podcast. A podcast that brings to you the ancient flowing tradition of wisdom that reveals you up your being having a human experience. I am Swamini B, a Vedanta teacher and a Hindu monk, and your guide by the side. Let us flow you and I on the banks of the river of wisdom a time sensitive announcement one of the top searches this year in google was what is my purpose well i found my purpose a long time ago and can help you find yours through my new course living our swadharma in the contemporary world based on the teachings of the bhagavad gita and other texts the course will help you develop clarity about your swadharma improve the quality of all your relationships and help you live the change you wish to make in this world offered under the aegis of the hindu university of america It begins on 14th January 2022 at 9 p.m. EST and runs every Friday to end of March. This is especially for people based in the United States or Europe. Do spread the word and thank you. Isha Vasyam Idam Sarvam All that is here is Isha Ishvara. Conscious and inert form and formless sacred and secular defined and undefined this vision of ishavasya upanishad that all that is here is sacred and we are connected to everything is indeed the profound and timeless vision of the vedas but Our experience of the world does not quite match the vision. We see so much selfishness and suffering, ancestral property disputes and ugly fights among close family. No one is away even from experiencing the impact of climate change. Our vision or the way we see ourselves, the world and God is shaped by our world view which is further shaped by our history geography traditions climate ways of living the dynasties the relations between tribes etc i'm going to contrast the dharma view born of hinduism and indigenous religion with western universalism a view that is related to abrahamic religions this assumes that the norms for aspiration and ways of living should be the same for all people and if indigenous people choose to live any other way they are inferior and must be reformed there is no attempt to defame western universalism but by contrasting the two world views we can see what shapes our world view some of the differences are one 
Dharma says that both the sacred and secular are one. Western universalism says that there is a sacred and secular divide. Two, Dharma emphasizes the collective while Western universalism emphasizes the individual. Three, the different systems of knowledge arising from Dharma, such as Ayurveda, or yoga are holistic while disciplines of knowledge such as allopathy in western universalism are reductionistic four knowledge traditions emphasize a guru shishya parampara and transmission is oral visual and written western universalism only values written knowledge if it has not been documented or there is no evidence it does not exist 5 dharma includes the veda the sixth means of knowledge along with perception and inference while western universalism largely values perception and inference 6 dharma includes the framework of karma and karma phala and hence punya papa which modify into situations of sukha and dukha happiness and sorrow western universalism recognizes actions and consequences but only in this life and hence cannot explain why bad things happen to good people and vice versa 7 dharma says that all wealth is meant to be shared for collective good while western universalism highlights the accumulation of wealth because it is never enough 8 dharma fosters a culture of reverence and respect for nature while western universalism looks upon nature as a resource for utility only 9 dharma looks upon contribution as a sign of success while western universalism looks upon consumption as a sign of success 10 dharma emphasizes gratitude as a way of life while western universalism emphasizes entitlement and so does dharma or rather the veda offer us a framework of living that helps us relate with the world the answer is yes the taitriya aranyaka says panchava ete mahayagnya satati pratayante satatastishthante devayagnya pitrayagnyo bhutayagnyo manushyagnyo brahmayagnya iti These five great offerings are called the Pancha Mahayagnyas and they are to be performed on a daily basis. They are Deva Yagnya, Pitra Yagnya, Bhuta Yagnya, Manushya Yagnya and Brahma Yagnya. Deva Yagnya are offerings to Ishvara and deities. Pitra Yagnya are offerings to Pitras that is our family and ancestors bhuta yagnya are offerings to the ecosystem manushya yagnya are offerings to our fellow beings and 
Brahma Yajna are offerings to our teachers and the Vedic culture. The word is Yajna. Although it is spelt as Y-A-J-N-A, it is not pronounced as Yajna. Yajna, where the Nya is a nasal sound. So, Yajna literally means a fire ritual offering to Devatas. And the meaning is extended to a reverential offering to another. Hindus have protected, cultivated, nurtured and live this tradition of Pancha Mahayagnya. We recognize our place within the larger scheme of things. Much happiness comes from relating with all beings, with dharma, sensitivity contribution and not taking anything for granted. Hence, the Panchamahayagnyas are our five sacred duties, our daily acknowledgement and grateful offering for all that we have been blessed with. Based on the principle of reciprocity, we contribute to these relationships. Because of a Rinam, R-N-A-M, a sacred debt. We contribute as per our understanding and capacity. Yatha mati yatha shaktihi. So let us look at them in some detail. Deva yajna, our sacred actions and offerings for devatas. Bhagavan, in the form of many cosmic forces, presides over different phenomena as the devatas or deities. The air we breathe, the water we drink, the sunlight that helps us see, the earth that nourishes us with all the food are all presided over by devatas. Vayu, Varuna, Agni, Bhumi and so on. Creation, sustenance and resolution at the level of a project or at the level of galaxies are sustained by the intelligence and material that is Bhagavan. We do not take this for granted, but instead acknowledge and make our offerings. These may be in the form of simple thank yous every day, or prayers, or recitation of stotras, chanting of mantras, performing puja and yajna, going on pilgrimages, and so on. If we don't do any of this, Will the Devatas stop doing things for us? No. The Devatas will do their job anyway. But we honor our connectedness to these Devatas, express our gratitude and allow ourselves to be blessed with Punya. Bhagavan Krishna reminds us in the Gita 3.11 Devan Bhavayata Nena Meaning, propitiate the deities with yajna. May the deities too propitiate you. Propitiating one another, you shall gain moksha also. Bhagavan Krishna goes on to add that if one enjoys objects given by devatas, Without offering anything to them in return, then one indeed is a thief. Second, Pitra Yajna 
reverential offerings for our pitras and sisters. Our sages recognize that all of us have a pitra rinam, a sacred debt woven by an intricate tapestry of karma across lifetimes that we must honor. Pitras include one's parents, whether they are here or if they've moved on, grandparents and other ancestors. We have a deep connectedness to them through our genetic connection, our family traditions, the wealth that has been passed on, the values imparted, dharmika values of integrity, strength of character, truth, humility, valor, equanimity, commitment and love. The stories that live long after they have passed on and most importantly, the thread of gratitude that runs through the rich tapestry of all that our Pitras have blessed us with. Every year, generally in the month of September, comes a fortnight, Pitrapaksha, dedicated to making our offerings to our departed ancestors. Garuda Purana talks about how the Jiva moves to Pitraloka and also the details of the ceremonies to be conducted. Pitraloka is a realm of experience where our ancestors may have gone to or they may have gone to Swargaloka or they wait in Pitraloka until going to Swargaloka or they may have been reborn. Pitrayagnya may take the form of daily remembrance, offering prayers for their lives, special offerings on their Shraddha day or in sanctified spaces, instituting awards and scholarships, or making contributions to the community in the name of ancestors, performing family traditions that have been inherited, and so on. The Taitriya Upanishad reminds us, Matra Devo Bhava, Pitra Devo Bhava. May we grow into people who consider our parents as manifestations of the Divine. A more detailed article on Pitra Yagnya is there in our September article of the newsletter Arshavidya Bharati the link to which can be found in the description of this episode. 3. Bhuta Yajna Reverential actions and offerings for Bhutas or the ecosystem. Bhutas are all beings which include plants, animals, insects, as well as the Pancha Mahabhutas, air, water, fire, earth and space. The Taitriya Upanishad reveals that all forms have come from and are pervaded by Brahman, the limitless being. From Brahman have come these Pancha Mahabhutas. And then, Oshadhi Bhyo Annam, Annat Purushaha. Plants are referred to as Oshadhi, the word for medicine, from which food, Annam, is born. And from Annam, food is born the person or human beings which means that we depend on our plants for our food. There are rules in dharma about planting many more plants for the ones that are cut. Some of us will remember moments in childhood when we were scolded for wasting food. It traces back to the teaching in the Taitriya Upanishad, Annam na nindyat, 
do not disrespect food and hence do not waste it least injury in the form of ahimsa towards the ecosystem and hence adopting vegetarianism reducing the consumption of meat is a form of bhuta yagna the practice of drawing kolam with rice powder outside our homes in the morning which are eaten up by ants by evening is a practice of bhuta yagna feeding birds in the balconies and having bird feeders and water to drink as a part of the architecture of buildings in gujarat especially or the reverence towards cows or the practice of adopting cats dogs and other animals are all practices of bhuta yagna we appreciate the importance of all beings to preserve the dynamic balance of the ecosystem thus our ecology and sensitivity makes us grateful and we make efforts to reduce global warming use clean and green technologies reuse and recycle as much as we can sharing a true story from betterindia.com in 1974 18 year old himatram bhambhu would spend his days keenly observing his grandmother plant a peepal tree in his ancestral village in rajasthan 14 years later when himatram saw how the tree was giving shade and oxygen to the residents of the village he had found his life's purpose he created a safe habitat for birds and wildlife by planting over 300000 trees across his district which included a mini forest of 16000 native trees and mind you he was a poor farmer and even took a loan to buy land to be able to do this recently he received india's civilian honor the padma shri for his path breaking work four manushya yagna sacred and reverential offerings for manushya people it is a given that we will do a lot for our family and friends but what about atithis or neighbors in need or communities that require assistance again taitriya upanishad reminds us atithi devo bhava may you be the one for whom the atithi a guest who arrives without a prior appointment be a deva for you the tourism campaign for india called incredible india has as its tagline atithi devo bhava manushya yagna may take the form of serving guests and community through donations construction of infrastructure provision of food shelter clothing education access to resources and healthcare and so on sharing some examples from betterindia.com dr ravindranath shanbhog a professor from udupi started an organization for senior citizens who were rendered homeless after being turned away or cheated by their family members pal rajpal chose to teach robotics 
to 24,000 poor children studying in government schools. As we hear these stories, we see that one does not require too much wealth to do things for others, but definitely sensitivity to other people's needs and the willingness to persist and innovate. We do what we can. And finally, Brahma Yajna, actions and offerings for Rishi's teachers. Brahma is another word for the Veda and can refer to Vedic culture which helps to preserve the knowledge of the Veda. Gurus and teachers are central to the transmission in the oral tradition. The Taitriya Upanishad reminds us, Acharya Devo Bhava. May you be the one for whom the Acharya is like a Devata. All knowledge is sacred and can transform one's life more than any other thing in the world. Brahma Yajna is our reverential contribution to preserve Vedic culture through the worship of the scriptures, the rishis and teachers of the Vedic vision who have contributed to the spiritual culture of our land. Brahma Yajna is the effort to study and understand the Shastra under the guidance of a teacher trained in the Sampradaya tradition, supporting Veda Patshalas, Vedanta, teaching ashrams, instituting scholarships for study are important aspects. Brahma Yajna can be extended to respect for all knowledge. Sometimes when we search via Google or other search engines, we forget that it is a generosity and kindness of people who have put their knowledge out there, be it how to make bread or how to make a website and so on. They may have other motivations, but one cannot deny the generosity that also exists. And so, our sages offered us this meaningful, sustainable framework of living called Pancha Mahayajna, based on our rinam, our sacred debt to different beings and also a responsibility to contribute, performing Pancha Mahayajna can truly change our lives. It makes us happy, feel deeply connected and in harmony with the world. Isha Vasyam Idam Sarvam All that is here is Isha. Ishvara is now seen and experienced as reality. You matter. Your life matters. What you do with your life matters. Thank you for listening. If you found this episode helpful in offering insight, I do hope you will share it on social media or with your family and friends. The transcript of this podcast is available on discoveratma.com forward slash category forward slash podcast. Our monthly newsletter, Arshavidya Bharati, will bring to you more happiness, more freedom and more wisdom. To subscribe, please look at the description of this episode and click on the given link. I would love to hear from you.
If you have a request or a reflection, please write to me at swaminiji at discoveratma.com. That's S-W-A-M-I-N-I-J-I at discoveratma.com. As always, thank you for listening and we meet next week.